the Voices of Dentistry Podcast Summit is coming to Scottsdale, Arizona, January 26th and 27th of 2018. The Voices of Dentistry Podcast Summit is the biggest dental podcasting event of the year. We'll have all your favorite dental podcasts live at the Doubletree Resort Paradise in Scottsdale, Arizona. Each attendee will receive up to 16 CE credit hours over the course of the two-day summit. We'll have a lineup of popular speakers from the dental world who will be providing the continued education. It's hosted by Alan Mead and Jason Lipscomb of the Dental Hacks, the Dentalpreneur Podcast with Dr. Mark Costas, and of course, Dr. Justin Moody of Dentists, Implants, and Worms. Register online today at VoicesOfDentistry.com. Regular admission is $8.97, which includes admission, 16 CE credits, and one complimentary drink ticket. We offer a discounted rate for current dental students, so email info at VoicesOfDentistry.com for details. Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I have to admit, I'm a little late to the party on something, but Uh-oh. I'm like head over heels. Okay. <laughs> Fidget spinners. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I literally had never held one okay. until Christmas, and one was in my stocking, a Star Wars one. It's got Luke, Luke Skywalker on one side and the Rebel logo on the other. No, no. Okay. And and you've joined the, the ranks of the... It's... It's oddly soothing. No I way. I can't really? explain it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's just fun. I don't know. It's like, I can't even explain. I would never, ever use this outside of the house. Ever. But just like, sit, like I have it, I'm, I, I have it going right now. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, it's just like, it's just slick as spit, man. It's super cool. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I totally get it. It's a Luke Skywalker fidget spinner. Yes. <laughs> so in other words, it's a real panty dropper. <laughs> Yeah, chicks dig that for sure, man. Totally. <laughs> wow. Are you going to yeah. bring it to Voices of Dentistry? I am not. This thing does not leave the house. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't want anybody to know, but yet you're going to broadcast it on a podcast to the world. <laughs> well, it's only only about 300 people or so <laughs> will know. <laughs> we'll see. About, this, about the Luke Skywalker fidget spinner. Do you have underoos, too, to kind of go and complete the ensemble? I do not have any underwears. I'm kind of an underwear snob. I will tell oh. you. I don't know. We can get <laughs> so, we can get a little personal here. What what want. kind of underwear makes a person an underwear snob? What what? So I really like this brand Egyptian. called Top. Yeah, Egyptian got <laughs> 400 third count. Okay. Um, I like this brand called Tommy John. I don't know if you're familiar. like the pitcher. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like the pitcher. I is. I don't think he has anything to do with the company, but. Um, after one just, surgeon did a Tommy John surgery. <laughs> that would so piss me off if I was the doctor that did that. The doctor that did that, his name was Frank Job. Okay. And like, that shit should be called the Frank Job surgery. It really should. It'd be like if you put an implant in on somebody and like they named it after the patient. Like, how? No, like yeah. it's the doctor who did it. Those first implants, the Branamarks were actually called the... the Joe Smiths or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Oh, man. So here's what I'll tell you what I like about the Tommy John. Okay. So I, I 
Uh, have you ever had a pair of MeUndies? MeUndies advertises on a lot of podcasts. Yeah, and, I've heard of I, them, but... Okay, so I have a MeUndies, and here's the problem with MeUndies, and I don't mean to get graphic. Okay. But there's no dick hole in the MeUndies <laughs> to, like, pull your junk out of to urinate. Okay. I'm sorry to get graphic, but there's it, it, they're just there's nothing, so you got to pull them down. Okay. Like a toddler. <laughs> it's strange. See, I, I just go I like, Seinfeld, and I just take my pants off completely. <laughs> just get completely <laughs> nude at the urinal. It's so much more convenient. <laughs> so awesome. I don't care what that asshole next to me thinks. <laughs> and he's checking out my ass. What the hell? Just I, every once in a while, you'll walk into like a bathroom at a sporting event. And there will be a guy that just has like like a five year old has his pants like literally pulled all the way down to like his knees or whatever to stand at the urinal and it's always yeah. a good gag yeah. when they do that. Um, but yeah, that's what I felt like with the MeUndies and and so I wasn't a fan and so I, I switched to the Tommy John. They got a horizontal slit, which I think is really nice. It's not that vertical one, so nothing can come creeping out. It's a horizontal one. Okay. So I highly recommend the Tommy John. So yeah, I give them a try. They're, they're like twenty five dollars per. You can get them at Nordstrom. Okay. Uh, which I'm assuming you know there would be a fair number of Nordstrom up there where you're at. We got a few. We got a few. Yeah, yeah. It's so so. I, I, I'm a I'm a boxer brief guy. Lance, what are you? Uh, brief. Uh, well, yeah. Kind of the mid. It's kind of the sporty briefs. So they're the combination. They're just a little bit more than okay traditional. So yeah. kind of close to a boxer brief. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a short, a shorty, a hot pants. There so we to go. Speak. There we go. I got, the, but mine are, are assless, so my cheeks just hang out. <laughs> Speaking of Nordstrom, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, Nordstrom had a big sale online. Oh, and uh, I was perusing through the app, looking at stuff I was going to get, and they had literally like some bikini briefs, but for men, which I had never seen before. Really? That were like, yeah, just a strap around the waist, <laughs> and then like. The piece of fabric that connects like to above your your pubis area and around underneath and connects to the backside, right? There's like nothing really sort of on the hips, so to speak, besides one strap of elastic. Because because nobody wants those panty lines. I, who is this for? Like, what are you wearing that you need to wear God. a bikini brief as a man? Uh, hmm. I I would rather not say. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. It was very weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Briefs made me make me feel like a child as well. Like, yeah, like, you know, the tidy whitey is either something that, like a child wears or a seventy five year old man wears. One of those two. It's like it, that. The, the two extremes is the tidy whitey. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm with you. I'm gonna go with the uh, the uh, boxer brief. Nice. Nice. Well, after all that hot underwear talk, um, I've been I've been madly preparing this week for um, Seattle Study Club Symposium next week. Yes, uh, so yes. This is, we're recording on a Friday. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, Going to do uh, another digital smile design uh, deal on Sunday with the the great, the one, the only, the Brazilian. He might wear this. This guy might wear bikini briefs. Yeah, you should you should find as out as a ask man. Him. I'll, I'll yeah, ask him. Sure. The great Christian coachman, uh, who is just so inquiring minds want to know. This will actually men. be released after <clears throat> your appearance. So, so yes, how did, how did yeah. it go? So Tell yeah. me how it went. It's spectacular. <laughs> Killed. Crushed. Nice, nice. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, okay. Lance. I like secrets. I'm doing 
pretty much the same thing I did at Dead Splicer in the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, gee, I had I needed to add like five minutes. Does that to make it. you lazy it, or efficient? Uh, no, it, they're not the same crowd. <laughs> okay. for, for, I, you know, I would say there's not a ton of overlap between Seattle Study Club people and Dead Splicer in the world. I'm sure there'll be a couple of people who will. Be okay, both, so give right? me the give me the, the skinny then. What what is the the, the so the Seattle Study Club is, is this the the people that turn their nose up at everyone else and the, and the oh for sure yeah this is a hoity okay. toity group here. We're All talking right. About. Let me give you a quick okay. rundown. of This is just off my head of other people on the schedule. Okay. So I do not know how I got here. I mean, like how like the names I'm about to tell you are going to blow. Your I, well, mind. I was look. I, I did uh, cheat a little, and I I looked at the website, yeah. and I was going scrolling, going, okay, good, good, good. Why the fuck is Josh and amongst then, these guys? And then me, right? <laughs> like what? What did I do? Did you what, suck? what dirt? What dirt do I have on Michael Cohen? Um. So I think that the whole deal starts off Monday morning um, with John Coyce. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's like that's the A-lister of the A-listers uh, yeah, yeah. out there, right? Without, without saying. Um, and then Jeff Rouse yes. uh, from Spear. Um, and then Bill Robbins, who's my so, mentor. No, no, you got Coyce and Spear groups there at the same time. It's yeah. just East Coast, West yeah. Coast. Is there going to be some, some well, sharks and, and jets? So and Frank's not going to be there. Snap fingers. And- so I think that's the, yeah, I think that's the key is that Frank's not okay. going to be there. Okay. Just Coyce. But Frank's boys are going to be there. And Jeff uh-huh. and then Greg Kinzer is there yeah. as well. Um, and then Robbins, who is my mentor. Uh-huh. Um, Christian Coachman. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I said Kinzer already. Um, it, it, it's just a, a crazy deal. I'm, I'm going to give you a hint Wasn't on Pico one of the Centarno entertainments. in there too? And- yeah, Pico Centarnow are there. You, you got such um, a good group. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The entertainment one evening. Get this. This is not it. This is a name I have not thought of in many many years. Okay. Soupy sales. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Flashback to whatever 1948. No, not that okay, far back. Okay. Um, do you remember Billy Gilman, like the little kid country singer? No. Okay. I don't know what year I'm gonna I'm gonna have use our Google friend here to figure out what year Billy Gilman hit it big. Okay. But there was this kid; he was probably 13 years old. Um, in, in a very like it, he he had a real um oh golly what who's that kid that was in um the Sixth Sense? Oh yeah. Um, oh Jesus! What is that kid's Joel name? Joel Osment. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. At the time, he had like a real Haley Joel Osment look to him. Now, Haley Joel Osment's about 40 pounds overweight yeah. um, and does not look good. No. Uh, but around the time, let's see, uh, when did Billy Gilman hit? Um, uh, Billy Gilman had to have hit in... Uh, Wikipedia's not being very helpful for me here. Apparently, he was on The Voice, which I didn't. I don't watch The Voice. Mm, uh, in the year 2000, he was 11 years old. So... Um, Let's see. He uh, he was on top forty, Billboard Hot one hundred, hmm. peaking at thirty eight. The song "One Voice" um, in the year two thousand. He was eleven years old. He was the youngest artist ever to have a top forty single. Wow. Okay. So he's playing one night. So I mean, we are. It's all the stars. <laughs> all the stars. <laughs> it's like uh, oh. Attenborough in, in Jurassic Park. We've spared no expense. We spared no expense. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Whose honorarium is higher? Billy Gilman's or John Coyce's? <laughs> it's got to be Coyce. <laughs> I would think so. It was so sad. It's really sad. They just need somebody it, I don't to know take what's... drink coupons for, for their honorarium or something. 
Oh man, and and, and the the Gilman kid's good looking though. Oh, yeah. He didn't. He's aged well. Yeah, he's 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 not fifty pounds overweight. He looks good. He looks good. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Good. So good for Billy Gilman. So one night this week, I'm going to get to see live on stage in person the great John Coyce. I don't give a shit about Billy Gilman. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Smart. <laughs> well, Lance. Yes. This is an advice. Show. Yes, it is. We answer our listeners' questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit, which surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, I think are most people's favorite. And guess what? We have a treat for people tonight. Yes. All three questions are from Reddit. Nice. And we've got some, we've got some good okay. ones. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. There's the sustenance that we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, Lance, we don't want just any question, do we? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best saliva ejector? Because we all know that a dirty cuspidor <laughs> is actually the greatest saliva exactly ejector what of all time. To go with. <laughs> do you have a, cu- a cuspidor in your I office? Don't, I don't. I wish I had. I, I'd love to pee into a cuspidor <laughs> at some point in my life. <laughs> you know, I might just have to get one. Just, just to, just, just like for that, it, yeah, and just like no, don't spit in that. That's for Doctor Timmer <laughs> to piss into whenever the first cup of coffee hits at at nine fifteen this morning. Jeez, um, God's gross. We <laughs> want the questions. We want the tough questions. The questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. So, Lance, are you ready for some Reddit questions? I think I am. All right, good. This comes from question number one. Comes from Reddit user uh, Fared, and Fared asks. How do you know if one is a good dentist? I moved to another city, and there's a lot of dentists around, and I'm having a hard time choosing one. How do you understand if someone's a good or bad dentist? Should you avoid those that are inexpensive because they might use cheap materials? Should you choose the ones that you see ads on the street or online? I'm very lost. I live in Italy, if it matters. Hmm. Lance, how do you know if someone's a good dentist? Well, number one, you check out their Yelp reviews. I think that's a good start. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm biased, obviously, because like that's what I talk about. <laughs> so that scare tactic helps me get helps me get gigs. Um, I mean, certainly, it's in my opinion, like the the online review world is kind of the Serengeti plane. It right? really is. It, if you take care of people and you're not trying to, to jip them and and whatnot, it, things are going to be okay, right? Like you're going to have good reviews, pretty much. Sprinkled right. with some shit storms that uh, team seem to. Yeah, the shit storms are fun though. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Sometimes, yeah. I don't know if they have Yelp in Italy though. I don't I think don't... they do. I know that like when I've been in Europe or whatever or European countries, like TripAdvisor is really big, and TripAdvisor is like only hotels and restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they've got a Yelp influence. Yeah, or even their own version of it yet. Um. So la Yelp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the the French would be le yapé, le yapé, yapé, le yapé. That's just uh, that's my French accent. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, that will get you pretty far, though. So <laughs> yeah, just, you'd be surprised. That's all you really need. You'd be yeah. surprised before you get with that. <laughs> um, um, how do you know if somebody's a good dentist? Uh, if they pay first, I, the first thing is you got to figure out if they're a dentist or not. 
<laughs> if it's a somebody's <laughs> garage in, in their Cuban and you're in Miami, you maybe, bad maybe idea. Move on. Question it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know if someone's a good dentist? I I had an idea. You remember Billy Madison? I do. Do you remember like the end where they were going to like settle the, the competition between Billy and Eric? <laughs> yeah. And they did an academic decathlon? Uh-huh. Maybe Fred here could get the dentist that he's considering to do a dental decathlon. Ooh. Okay. So what events would be in a dental decathlon? Are there any feats of strength? That's what I was going to say. We need some sort of feats of strength because what if he needs like a third molar out, well, right? There you go. And he has to put his knee up on Fred's chest. As we all do. Which is this, <laughs> this is a story I've heard a hundred times I've never seen happen. I, I worked two summers in an oral surgeon's office. I never once saw his, his knee on anybody's chest. Well, then he must suck. Yet every single story I've heard is, oh, yeah, they were taking that tooth out and they had to put it, he had to put his knee on my chest. Like, I is that the ketamine talking? It's gotta what, be. Like, what? It has to be because you've heard that story before, right? All the time. And, and you're like, there is no advantage There's no way. of doing that. None. You're going to break someone's chest. It won't job. help me at all. Nothing. So. But yeah, so feats of strength of some sort, okay. right? Mm hmm. Um, I, I, you know, in Billy Madison, they have like a, a, a sort of like a quiz about history or something mm-hmm. like that. Right, like, right. like, I, knowing who Pierre Fouchard is, does it really do anything for me as far as like who's a good dentist or not a good dentist? I think I would need, you know, some sort of, of type of prep situation. There you go. Right? Mm hmm. So what do we want, like, prep, a, you want, like, a full gold crown on three, but that's, a, yeah, how about, like, an Emax prep on three, on a type There one. you go. And let's, let's make it fun, with one hand tied behind your back, mm-hmm. no assistant, and those teeth from dental school that, like, you could blow the margin out if you looked at it the wrong way with a handpiece, right? Exactly. Remember oh, those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, how hard it was to put, like, a, a, a fine chamfer on those, like, ivory teeth or yeah, whatever. And, and you blink it all, and that... that it, and it was gone. It was, you just gouged the hell out of it. And then you, got to, and it then you got to the clinic, and you actually got to prep enamel and dentin for the first time. Like, holy shit, this is easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, so, I'm thinking that. I want to see a suture competition. I know that doesn't, like... I'm, you know, you really don't want your dentist suturing all that much. That means they either, <laughs> you know, are... Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe doing an implant or, mm-hmm. or a CT graft or something, but... Or they slipped with their hand and now they got to sew it up. But I just feel like that's a good measure of dexterity. Now, do you do you, is the judgment based on speed or design? Or I think or both, creativity. right? It's it's yeah, design, creativity, um, like in figure skating, where like you get some extra points if it's a difficult right, one, right? Right. Like but if the, you the do French something judge difficult. is going to fuck you over. Yeah, or the, what is it? The Eastern European, <laughs> yeah. right? It's usually like the Czech or whatever, the Bosnian judge. Yeah, that asshole. It's because they're drinking that hooch that, that, you're, that you've been swilling. <laughs> oh my God, that 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 purple hooch that just will you wake <laughs> up in your just your socks. So, like, if you decide to do like a horizontal mattress or whatever, that's like the triple axle right. of the suture competition. Right. I want a south cow. I need somebody to to go in there. And get me that uh, that that lassoing around the other tooth and, yeah. and sling it. That sling the sling is hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The sling is hard. So I want like some suture. Maybe maybe a vision test, looking for the guy that's colorblind versus the guy that can Ooh, actually tell the difference right. between A one and D three. Absolutely, absolutely. That that might be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also maybe just like a visual acuity test of like. Well, your eyesight is horrible, so maybe <laughs> you don't qualify. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get zero points in this yeah. in this competition. Um, I, you know, I, I maybe some sort of like impression sculpture test, right? So like you have to make a sculpture sculpture out of impression material. Mm, okay. 
and then it gets judged, right? So it's like, you know, you can make, try to make like, uh, David, right? Out of <laughs> polyvinyl That's soil. right. That's right. And then that, if you could do that, I, I am, I am would it, would, impressed. Would you do it like a 3D printer and you would just stack it? I would think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I would think about it. Right? Yeah. I don't, maybe it, maybe that's not the right way, but that's, that's at least how I, it came across in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, you know, you get to the penis and that's just going to be a little awkward as you're trying to, to make sure that uh, it's tastefully done. You want to do the scale of the David to where <laughs> the penis is about the width of like the the tip of a polyvinyl gun. There you right? go. Yeah. But you, and you certainly don't want to do like a homunculus kind of a thing. No, you don't want to do a homunculus. A homunculus is a horrible idea. Because that, that then just is like out. we said. We said Da Vinci's David. That was was it Da Vinci? Uh, Michelangelo. David? Michelangelo. And Michelangelo was yeah. Okay, sorry. I got my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. So. Raphael's just an asshole. Um, so forget that. Michelangelo's uh, David, not Hieronymus Bosch. No. Right? We did not say Hieronymus Bosch. We said Michelangelo. Um, do you think waxing should be on there? Wax on or wax off? I did a little <laughs> earlier. Um, if you had to wax something, do you do, you do your own wax ups? Not anymore, no. Okay, but you did at some point. Like, yeah, for about ten minutes. In your practice. <laughs> okay. I thought it was going to be this I creativity, tried... this this great. I'm going to do oh, my own, God, and, and no. you realize this yeah. is really stupid. It's hard and it's dumb and it takes yeah. time, and it doesn't. It's it's not worth the money that it saves you from paying a lab. Right. That that that's the big thing. Was you know what did I just save there? Nothing. I had to wax up something the other day. It was like lower anteriors, and it, it didn't take me that long, but it wasn't that easy. Yeah, yeah. Did it bring back <laughs> any I flashbacks rem- to dental school? And it did, but I remember being better at it than I was <laughs> this time. It was kind of sad, actually. <laughs> it's funny how our memories um, are a little bit different than reality. Exactly. <laughs> So I yeah, maybe some waxing. I don't know, just for shits and grins, yeah. you know, just to kind of see because it's something that probably most most people will do. I don't know what dentistry in Italy is like. Well, if you're gonna go by Style Italiano on Facebook, it, it, right. apparently it's, it's fucking awesome over there. Right, and there's this guy that I, I I've seen lecture named like Mauro Fraudiani or something like okay. that. He's actually gonna be at, at symposium, oh, and cool. uh, he's he's in Italy. And he's like a freaking, like, you know, he's one of these, like, Stalo Italiano guys. Well, then you need to, when you approach uh, him, you need to give him something to wax up and then ask him for some feats of strength. You know, give him, yes, he'll lift this. right. And if he can't, then, then you know I, he that, sucks. And it, yeah, and moving yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we've given Fared here some, some good things to try to go by since there is no Yelp in right. Italy. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to need to find, I, I'm assuming you're in like a Tuscan village of some sort, like, I, I just I, I have a very strong picture in my head of like where he lives, and it's very stereotypical. Oh yeah, and he's bringing uh, and a pizza mi- along the way, and it's mildly racist as well. Um, <laughs> is it bad to make fun of Italians? Is that we're- I don't know. I don't. Is it okay? I know it's okay. What can we talk about Irish people? We could talk about Irish people. Yeah. Um, so I I think you have to do like some sort of. Uh, dental decathlon, yeah. which makes a lot of sense in Italy because it really does. You know, I think about like like you know like the Romans, you know, sort of like the gladiator style yeah. of 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 deal here, but with a bunch of dentists. Like, what could go wrong? It sounds logical to me. <laughs> I love that you said feats of strength because I had that exact thought <laughs> in my really? head as well. I did. 
I did. <laughs> we are we are becoming simpatico. I think so. I love it. <laughs> All right, so so we helped for Ed there. <laughs> did we? Uh, we're, I, yeah, I think we did actually. It's Italy. Like that seems like something they would absolutely do in Italy. I think, like, actually, I think you're right. <laughs> it seems like if you told me that, like, oh, every year this village in Italy has this dentist decathlon, <laughs> and they slug it out to figure out who the best dentist in town is. Like that's oh, like oh yeah, all right, that makes sense. Uh, Clearly, it was Mario. Right. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's all 47 entries into the contest were guys named Mario. Reddit user NotLogic asks, Dentist, what are standard tools you carry to work and how do you carry them? Expanding on the title, I do leather craft and I'd like to make a carrying kit for my dentist to thank him for the quality work he's been providing to me lately. I know he works both in his regular office and at an ER, so I'm assuming, perhaps incorrectly, that he carries tools with him from one to the next. I don't know if this is practical, but if it is, what tools would go in it? And are there already cases out there commonly used? Would it be a case or a bag or something that unfolds or unrolls? Any advice is appreciated. I have a few big projects ahead of me that will take precedence. But I'll be making a leather purchase soon and want to make sure I have the best materials. I'll be sure to post photos of it when it's complete if you're interested. So Lance, uh-huh. what <laughs> instruments do you carry with you to the office every day? Well, what's funny is I don't use a carrying case. I usually keister everything. <laughs> Just for We're going to have to... We're going to have to put a metal detector outside of your office to make sure you're not making off with any instruments. Oh, my God. Could you imagine trying to dig a Hollenbeck carver <laughs> well, out? Well, like that's just quite clear. Hey, let me, hold on. Yes. <laughs> you can just tell by the way it feels. <laughs> oh, man. It's the Helen Keller way of implant or instrument identification. <laughs> I don't use This hands. guy has... Please tell me you run the autoclave on those every morning. Please. <laughs> Love of God. All your composites have this weird brown shade to them, Lance. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying on. to custom shade. You're characterizing them. You know, get, who, who cares about endophiles to get to drag a little stripe of, of discoloration through there? Right. You're working <laughs> it in got, throughout. I've got really. my own method. Nice. Well, you know, do you remember in dental school and you got those really shiny, awesome set of instruments? They came in that felt thing that you rolled up. Yes, absolutely. So, but I is this guy this guy's been watching way too many episodes of The Nick. Do you remember the TV show The Nick? No. It was like on Showtime and I forget who was in it. It was like Clive Owen or something like that. And it was about like like medicine in the 1800s and so it was a lot of like you know, giving guys whiskey and chopping off their legs with a saw and stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. I am not familiar and, with and, this show. <laughs> and there was a lot of like, a lot of like leather bags that tools would come in and just cut. It was on Cinemax. Let me see. I'm looking it up. Huh. Um, who did it star? It was, it was, uh, it was directed by Steven Soderbergh. Clive Owen. I was, yeah, right. Clive huh, Owen was in okay. it. Yeah. I thought Cinemax was nothing but Skinemax. Cinemax, right. I would be disappointed if I turned on Cinemax and found, like, prestige television. Like, <laughs> was, was Clive Where's Owen my titties? Or, I mean, what's the... No, why... Yeah, I mean, he's, he is a good-looking guy. Yeah, I still don't want to see him naked. Yeah. <laughs> Compare and contrast. 
<laughs> but there was a lot of like like leather bags, you know, of like instruments and tools and stuff like that. So I feel like this whoever is writing okay. this has watched too many episodes of the Nick and thinks that like could you imagine? Could you imagine just like, oh, we're gonna do this crap prep and just like pulling this leather roll of instruments and unrolling it like on the bracket table and like you're just gonna pull stuff out of that and like use it on patients? Mm-hmm. Like the hell is this guy thinking? Yeah, I hmm. So alright, so let's say you worked at an ER. Okay. And let's say they didn't have anything at the ER. Let's pretend. <laughs> okay. What, what what would you take with you? If I'm going to the ER, I mean you're you're pretty much you're you're taking your your Bart Parker holder, your yep. you're taking elevators. Your elevators and forceps, you know, some Couple 150 and a one fifty one, a twenty three. Yeah, some cow horns. Rogers, and, yep. And a big ass hammer to just punch him in the face. <sighs> Um, I'm assuming, uh, you know, some mirrors and explorers, but yeah, I mean, that's, I, I'm assuming the ER probably has a few sets of forceps. I, I, I would hope. Oh my God. Uh, this is so like I mean, 1935. Are they like a construction worker with his belt that he throws his hammer through I the one so. And I need that. I need a, I need a workman's belt, but for the, you know, the, the cool kilt. thing about the, yes. If you guys. Have you seen those construction guys with the kilts? Or is that just a Seattle thing? Oh, no. We don't have that. Oh, here. God. We oh, have I got to find a photo. Construction guys that are... Yeah, you got to find that. They I, call I, them U- Utila kilts. So it's like a utility okay. belt, but it's a kilt. And I'll be, yeah. I'll be damned if they don't actually wear this shit at like construction sites. <laughs> Lance, I'm going to break this Uh-oh. to you. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you one guess as far as who does construction in San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> And it's not Scottish. I can tell you the one thing that they're not Scottish people in Seattle either. They're just dudes that apparently loved Braveheart. Wow. Okay. Well, that's not going on here. (laughs) But, you know, you see these guys put on their work belts, Uh and that work belt looks like it weighs like 75 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's got the hammer and it's got the drill and she says all this stuff Mm -hmm. and it just has some weight and some heft, you know, and it's like a bandolero, right? Like it's, it's kind of hangs cool. Could you imagine how nerdy? Like a tool belt would be for dentists that had like a walls carver on it. To a group of other dentists, as you show up with this belt, oh, so bad. I mean, it'd be fine if the other ones, like, if it caught on and the other ones were wearing it too. But if you're the only one, oh my god! Uh, have you ever gone to a so party bad. and you thought it was a masquerade party, but it wasn't? That's what that happened in Stranger Things too. That's right. You remember, they, like, show That's up to right. school and they're like, no one else is dressed as anything. <laughs> And just, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the symposium with a leather belt, the tool Maybe belt with be the just trendsetter. elevators in it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. If there's a place to start, it's there. Yeah. Because if Coachman started doing it, I guarantee. Oh God. Everybody would be doing for it. sure. It'd be everywhere. for sure. So it's all, it'd be it's all about getting Christian on board with this whole thing. That's right. There'd be dentists mm-hmm. and and front desk people in Connecticut wearing. <laughs> These tool belts with, I mean, it'd be everywhere. It'd be all over the country. Absolutely. All over the world. Absolutely. In Italy, they would, they would be doing feats of strength with this tool belt on. I think so. Um, so I, I hate to tell that logic here that he's w- wasting his damn time. Yeah. Like, make the guy a keychain. I mean, or how about this? A cell phone case. Cause those are the two instruments I'm taking to the ER is my car keys and my cell phone case. Pretty much. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm taking. Everything else should be there. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's so odd. Like, what would you do if somebody brought you like this 
nicely handly handcrafted leather roll like yeah it's for your dental instruments like yeah thanks yeah you, you gotta show gratitude you've gotta you know because that like is slaved over it for it's, hours it's bespoke you know they they custom yeah. made this for you uh lance a cow died for this <laughs> think of the cows Put your mirror and explore in it and say thank yeah. you. Well, I would probably end up putting the mirror and explore in there, take a picture, a selfie with it or something, and throw it on Instagram and tag them in it, and then throw it away because it's yeah. just not useful. Oh, God. I wouldn't throw it away. I'd, I'd hide it someplace. So the next time they were in town, I'd... I guess he's, does he just think... I don't know. Does, uh, I, I guess people don't fully understand, like... I don't know if they think we have like sterilization machines that just flash sterilize stuff. That's like you put it in and press a button, and five seconds later it's no. sterilized. Like I don't think they fully understand exactly what happens in sterilization. Well, the more I talk to people, the more I realize they've got no fucking clue what the hell. They have no doing. idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they have no idea. They have no idea. Yeah. I, yeah. Man, I love I love craftsmanship, mm-hmm. and I love like bespoke stuff and all that. But if somebody brought me this, I'd just be like. I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take this home and do something else yeah. with it, right? I I'd find know. something useful and thank them profusely and, and make sure they felt validated and things like that. But sex toys, you put your sex toys in there. Oh yeah, I mean, well, at least the your cock rings, your flashlights, all the, the, a few of them. I mean, there's not enough utility belt. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd have to be a big, big. <laughs> yeah. You have to bring me a roll whole bunch instrument of belts, roll. and then we'll get my all yeah. the toys you know, put right. away alphabetically. Right. So. Not logic. Just make him a cell phone case yeah. or keychain and be done with it. And then make your bespoke instrument rolls for, <laughs> I don't know, tattoo artists? I don't I don't know who... I don't know. Who needs that now? I don't even really know. Yeah. Oy. Um, all right. So question three. Yes. Reddit user Pharmacy911 asks, how much of your brain do you use whilst being a dentist? <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way to put it. I was just wondering about the question. I know better than anyone, you have to be stupid smart to get into dental school nowadays mm. and to be able to complete dental school, but do you feel intellectually challenged whilst being a dentist? It's the second time they have used the word whilst. <laughs> just strange to say. Uh-huh. I hope this doesn't come across as insulting. I don't mean it to. It's just that when I speak to lawyers, doctors, accountants, and in fact any traditional pr- profession... They say they don't really use their brain at all. Wondering what your opinions are. Thanks. So, Lance, how much of your brain do you use whilst being a dentist? I rarely use my damn brain anyway, whether dentist or not. And the more <laughs> dentists I meet, I'm pretty sure they don't either. Because there's a lot of stupid dentists out there. I would agree. That's one thing <laughs> that Facebook groups have, <laughs> have helped me realize. The advice that we're at requested all the time, sometimes you're like, seriously, you didn't even... Th- think to do a Google query first and you go straight to us with a stupid question. Okay. All right. So when, uh, when there was something like, I don't remember if it was after Trump got elected mm-hmm. or during the race, there was something about some kind of law where like, there's a possibility that they could sell your Google history. Oh yeah. Oh my, I would be mortified. Oh yeah. If anyone saw my Google history, not because of like me searching for Jennifer Lawrence, jugs you know whatever like that kind of stuff because of the stupid questions that i'll ask google right right that's why i I clear my cache history daily dude i mean there's there's a reason but google has that somewhere right they got it like in a file that says lance and josh and they're like oh this idiot josh who's been a dentist for 12 years the other day asked google do 
the hygienists need malpractice insurance of their own. Like, <laughs> should be something I should know by now. Right, right. Ran a practice for nine years. I've been out of dental school for 12. Should know that by now. Um, yeah. I, the, I think the point is, is you want to get to a point in dentistry where you don't need to use your brain, right? Where you just turn it off. Right. And just, it's automated. Autopilot. Right. But do you remember like in dental school, like the first, I don't know, nine months of clinic or whatever, where you're literally like having to think about every single step. Oh God. Yeah. Everything yeah. you do and all that. And, like how exhausted you would be when you get home. Well, I, yeah. And you think about it now and I was like, I did a DO on 12 and I like, went home and slept for nine hours after that. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Like I do that in 11 minutes now. Right. And I don't think twice about it. Like, you ever, were you around or is that already before your time? There was a thing they were promoting the, the, the 92nd crown prep. I do remember the 92nd crown okay. prep. It was kind of one of those things that dental school professors would talk about. Like, you're a monster if you ever even think about doing that. <laughs> right. And I thought that was completely unattainable until one day you, you had, it was like perfect storm. You get the person in, they get numb right away. They're ready to go. Everything. Boom, boom, boom. And then you, you kind of look, do the math. You're like, shoot, I probably prepped that in about 90 seconds. Right. Yeah. They keep their tongue out of the yeah. way. Their cheek, cheek isn't everywhere. Like you could, yeah, you have access to it. It's not all bombed out or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It, it can happen. It just isn't necessarily. You just, yeah, you get to a point of like being like unconsciously competent right. where you don't even, you, you don't even think about it. So yeah. probably the biggest thing about, uh, this, this question as far as brain power, I had to Google whilst just to make sure I, <laughs> am I using it wrong or if this person using it correctly? <laughs> it, it, it sounds good like when you see it written, but it's one of those words that like is weird to say. Yeah. Yeah. It, <sighs> yeah. Uh, to me, I, and, and the funny thing I think about here is, is the part where I would use my brain the most mm-hmm. is like the easy, like diagnosis and treatment plan. Yeah. That's where my brain gets used the most. My brain doesn't get yeah. used like while I'm doing a procedure. Right, right. The, there, there's a little bit of thinking in the, in the hygiene check when you, you notice that huge amalgam and the fractures and things like that. You're, you're doing a little bit of brain power then, but when they're in my column and, and I'm doing the procedure, it's autopilot. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm right. not thinking. Maybe I should. The other day, <laughs> the other day, I, I follow this this account on Instagram, and I'll I'll give them a shout out. I want to get it right here, so let me search for okay. it. Uh, it's Central Ohio, uh, Central underscore Ohio underscore Oral underscore Pathologist. Oh yeah, I started following that. Okay, awesome. so it's this this female oral pathologist named Ashley Briotti. And she posts a lot of cases and she asks... And Ashley, if you're listening, please call in. We'll, we'll get you on. Yeah, we'd love to have so you on. Cool. We would love to have you on because you are so much freaking smarter than oh, I God. will ever be. I'm pretty sure she's using because, her brain quite a bit of it. Oh, sure. And, and there was something the other day that I remember being like super early in oral pathology. Uh-huh. I just kind of remember like the subject. But the question was a fairly basic question about whatever it was. I think it was like a dentigerous system uh-huh. or something like that. And I had to rack my freaking brain to think about it, right? Yeah. And it's just like, at some point I knew that mm-hmm. and it, it is gone. Like, it, it, there's no hope of it ever returning. Like, there, there is really, it is not common for me to have to open up a book right. in my practice right. except for pathology, right? That's the one. Where were you, like, were you like a idiot savant with pathology in dental school? I mean, I, 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 I I remember things pretty easily. I struggled with it. And so, okay, so I, I have, I don't want to say it's a photographic memory, but I can remember stuff fairly mm-hmm. easily. I'm great for trivia pursuit. The, the, the shit that doesn't matter, <laughs> that's I tough. Awesome. 
But when it came to the oral path and, and a couple other things, uh, I guess like a monkey. What is the name of the currency used in Ghana? I just pulled that out of my ass. Like, but, so it wouldn't surprise me if Lance knew that because he's probably has a license yeah, I got in a Ghana. Ghana and has I got to... one there too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, stuff like that. Like, but then after the test is over, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, if there is something like you know, in in the rare occasion that oral path comes in, like I have to pull out the book to look mm-hmm. at, it, like to figure it out, and I don't care how simple it is, like. Like in Planus, I've seen enough cases of that where it's like I kind of got that one down. But if it's more than that, like, man, I am like, I am, I am strong. I am using my brain a lot during that time. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what it is. Um, oral path would probably be the one thing that I use it for the most. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, like a complex treatment plan, complex diagnosis, or right. like a smile design, or so like trying to figure out what's off on a smile or right, whatever. Right. Hey, have you um, had any any cancer patients come through? You know, a couple people that like were early, you know, sort of dysplastic mm-hmm. kind of stuff that probably would have turned into something that we caught on the early side or whatever. Yeah. But I've never had anybody where it's like I saw like a squamous. It was like, shit, you better get over there. I'll, I'll send you a, a, a picture. We just finished a case. This dude, he uh cancer in the in the mandible and and had to use, I had to Google what a fibula flap was as they oh, wow. took that. So it, pretty amazing hardware in his mouth now. Um and he's got implants into it, uh, or yeah. you did a denture on that, or yeah. the implants. So I did upper implants, six, six above, and uh, the lower. I had the oral surgeon go ahead and do the implants down there because he was concerned about the brittle, na- the brittle nature of the, the tibia bone. And yeah, dude, I'm not putting a fucking implant in a tibia. <laughs> like you're insane. Like I'm not even going to put one in a mandible, much less the leg bone you put in their mouth. Yeah. And so that, you know, for years you're always looking for oral cancer, oral cancer, this, that, and the other. Finally, 20 years in, you, you get a case, and, and that's when I got my textbook out going, fuck, I don't know what this is. I don't see this every day, so I wouldn't know what it was. And So this is one that you kind of saw, you diagnosed, you sent to the oral surgeon, they biopsied yeah. it, it, turned it up being nasty, yeah. and then they took him apart, and you're trying to, and then they put a leg bone <laughs> in his jaw, and you're trying to put it back yeah, together. Yeah, the mucosal, the, 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 the tissue looks so weird in his mouth. You, you, you pull the lip back to take a look and, yeah. and that skin from his leg that's there in his mouth. Oh, really? <laughs> it's wicked. Does it have hair? A uh, little bit. It, it's mostly... Oh. Gross. <laughs> For some reason, like the leg in your, in your, in your, you know, the, the fibula is your jaw or whatever. Uh-huh. That's not weird or whatever, but like, yeah, I had to shave my edentulous ridge today. <laughs> well, we use the, that the, uh, thought weirded shave. me out. It's just, <laughs> just <laughs> gentle to the mucosa. You got him a brawn. <laughs> oh god, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, so, oh, that's interesting. But, so I used some mental uh, my brain then because I yeah. didn't know what the hell I was looking at. Yeah, no, I mean, there's just no way. There's just if something you're going to see once every ten to fifteen years. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. Like, it'd be stupid to expect you to remember that. You know, or to remember like multiple endocrine neoplasia syndrome or whatever from <laughs> exactly, oral path. Like, exactly. It's like, come on, like so stupid. Like, I, part of me, like, I guess I get the idea that we need to learn that stuff, uh-huh. but also like, don't just teach me to regurgitate that shit. Like, teach me how to think and teach me where to go to look. Like, where to go to get good sources. Mm-hmm. Like, teach me like elementary logic skills and thinking processes and things like that. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. As opposed to just like regurgitating, 
you know, whatever cellular marker they use <laughs> in, in multiple endocrine neoplasia type two or what, like none, none of that shit matters. Right. Like that's all stuff you can get by looking in the right place at the right time. Yeah, like for sure. I so, just texted the phone. Yeah. I don't know. Check, check out your phone. Yeah. Well, let me see. Let me see this. Oh, wow. So that guy's played it up big time. He's got an all, basically an all on five on the bottom yeah. with a six one off. But he's got a plate all the way across yeah. from, but basically all the way across the inferior border of the mandible, which is now, I guess, his leg. Yeah. <laughs> you did those implants on the upper? I did the upper implants. Nice. Did you do that guided? I did. Nice. Okay, so there's how many there? Six. One, three. There's six on top, and you've got a screw-retained hybrid in yeah. there? You got a, a little bit of a cantilever off that right. Yeah. We um, we decided that the, the occlusal forces that we were generating were going to be a... Uh, yeah. yeah, not very much. Yeah. What implant system did you put in here? I got Megagen up above... And uh, Noble Active down below. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's a cool case. We should post that on the. Uh, we'll post that on the Facebook the Facebook yeah, page. Okay. You guys can go take a look. So you found the sore cancer. He came. He came for a sleep apnea. Nice. And I said, okay, well, you got bigger problems, dude. Well, he, I'll, here, here, I'll show you. Here's his original. Yeah, we can absolutely advance your mandible. <laughs> well, we can absolutely. Advance I have a requirement. It. You have to have ten teeth. So that I can all the way out of your mouth. Can, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in bad shape. And, and I said, okay. Well, let's clean this up first, and then we'll. And this is just a consult. So then I bring him back for the um, the appointment to actually diagnose and, and take records. And I'm I'm looking at at first glance conversationally, you're thinking, oh, he's probably got lingual tori or something. And then you look yeah. in there. Is that an osteosarcoma? Uh, Do you remember what it was? I want to say it was like amyloblastoma. Oh, I have to look okay. it up. Um, it doesn't look like amyloblastoma, but. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean it's yeah, not. I I'll, I'll, I remember looking it up in the the path book and going, that's either this or this. My, and my okay. first guess ends up being right, but I don't remember what my guess was. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah I said um. And, and what's what was funny? It's not funny, but I I said you need here's a referral. You need to go see see him right now. He made the appointment for like six weeks later, and so I call him up. And no. I said, no, you really need to go can't, right away. You need to go like tomorrow. And he's like, well, I just I'm busy and I've got this. I'm like. I, I can't express enough how how soon you need to be seen and uh, didn't change anything. But then as soon as he got the, the diagnosis, then it was all boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it was on. Right. Wow, that's a cool case. What is on? Uh, so if you look on the set on the on the post out uh-huh. photo, if like on the bottom left, uh-huh. there's a bunch of radio opacities. This is just tremendous pod. You and I looking <laughs> in an x-ray together. So it's an audio medium, Josh and Lance. Um, <laughs> There's there's some radio opacities. Are those staples from the surgery? I think so. I, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's a good case. We'll post we'll post those uh, those panels. Yeah, up. we'll put them on the, the the Facebook page so everybody has access to that. Yeah. And we'll put them. Yeah. So what, yeah, while you're listening, you can pull it up. Yeah. yeah. Our website's down, by the way. <laughs> you need to talk to Sean. <laughs> okay. It says like it says like fatal error when you go to <laughs> it. So. That yeah. Sounds about right. We'll put it on the Facebook okay. page. Facebook it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I, you know, I guess to answer uh, Pharmacy Nine One One here, um, on an ideal day, hopefully not very much at all, mm-hmm. right? Like it should hopefully be on autopilot, mm-hmm. and and every once in a while it's fine to be challenged and have to think about it and pull some stuff up. But yeah. you want to get to the point of unconscious competence to where you're not really having to spend a lot of mental energy to do you know basic restorative dentistry. So right. I don't know if your thoughts are, are echoing that. Totally echoing. I, I try to think as little as I need to. But every once in a while, you get kind of kind of bored with things, so the the variety is nice. Bring a, bring on some challenges, and that's the time that you can get yourself a fidget spinner, <laughs> as long as it's Luke Skywalker, and devote mental energy to that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, 
we've enjoyed this. This has been fun. Um, please go rate and review us. Uh, five stars would be ideal. Um, four stars will take. If it's going to be anything less than that, don't waste your time. Don't waste our time. And just move on to another podcast. Go listen to, um, I don't know, what, what, what should they go listen to if they don't like us? Well, there was a, I was just listening to something new today. It shouldn't be dental if you're not gonna if you don't like us, then get the yeah. At Atlanta Monster, I just uh, it's like subscribe. it's like okay. So I, I'm like halfway through the first episode, pretty good so far. Okay, little ethnic. It's a little ethnic. Ooh. I wasn't expecting it to be this ethnic, okay. but uh, it's very ethnic. Uh, but no, I'm I'm joking. <laughs> it's a, it's about uh, uh, African American uh, boys that were. Uh, kidnapped and killed uh, in the 70s in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of true crime. So um, it's good. It's good. So yeah, if you're going to give us like a one-star or two-star review, just go listen to uh, Atlanta Monster instead. Yeah. Don't waste your time with that. That's right. Uh, but if you like us, leave us four, four stars, five stars would be best. Five. iTunes. Five. Yeah, five stars on iTunes. It's not that much to I mean, ask. On, it's it's easy. Five. five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell everybody. Tell everybody you know. Pass us Spread along. The word. We need to. We need to get these numbers Spread up. The word. We need to get these numbers up. I would send you to our website www.workinginterferences.com, but it's currently down. Um, maybe by the time this is that you're listening to this, it's back up. It depends all on Sean Vandebyer. Okay, no pressure. <laughs> Sad as that is. <laughs> uh, hit us up on Twitter. We actually tweeted a couple times this week. Um, one was a little mean. <laughs> <laughs> you think? I sent a mean tweet, or, or I'm not going to say who. One of us sent a mean tweet to somebody. Um, <laughs> it was just fun. Uh, and then the other one, we uh, tweeted at uh, at some role models of ours uh, asking for a shout-out because Tony Robbins shouted out Gary Takis' podcast, and we, we felt some envy on that. A little so bit we of envy. We're trying to... So. We, a, a little bit, a lot of envy. So like, the goal is we eventually are going to get some nice celebrity. Uh, we want a celebrity to shout us out. Just shout, I want them to be on the podcast, answer some questions with them. Oh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. I'd like Alf on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that would be great. And he's just talking about Melmac and eating cats all the time, the whole episode. That'd be that fun. Be good times. It'd be really fun. Good times, for sure. Um, so uh, our Twitter is uh, Winterferences, W-I-N-T-E-R-F-E. R E N C E S. Nice. It's the same on Instagram. All the social bush- bullshits were on uh, Facebook uh, at uh, Working Interferences. Um, Lance, yes. it is your turn for a song. All right. The, well, the most recently downloaded I did. I want you so hard, boys. Bad by oh uh, by Eagles of Death Metal. <laughs> what the hell are you listening to? Oh come on, Eagles of Death Metal. They rock. I've never heard of Eagles of Death. Oh Metal. really? Are they Nordic? No. Um. Josh Elm was the lead singer of uh, uh, what Queens of the Stone Age, but they um, they were their claim to fame at this point. Honestly, it was they were the people that were the concert that was performing at the time of the Paris shootings. Oh, okay, I, that's where I've heard yeah. of them. Okay, oh, so uh, they're from their origin is Palm Desert, California, yeah. which is where I'm headed uh, tomorrow. That's morning. right. That's right. Cool. Yeah. So interesting. So, so what's the name of this song? I want you so hard. Okay. So when you listen to this, just think of the crowd at a concert in Paris just getting mowed down by an assault rifle. I shouldn't laugh. That'll leave you in <laughs> great spirits. <laughs> this amazing... It, it's, it's every time like I see something terrible happen or like it's, you know, what, whatever the Trump quote was from uh-huh. today, whatever the, the shithole countries or whatever. Right. I just think of like that, that clip of Louis Armstrong and I think to myself... 
what a wonderful world. And uh, it's just like anytime something is messed up, yeah. I just think of that song for whatever reason. It's the juxtaposition of that. And yeah. uh, so anyway, Queens of Death Metal, <laughs> uh, the people pa- playing at Paris when uh, when the terrorist attack hit. But uh, apparently they're going strong. This band is hot. It looks yeah. like from my from my Google search. So cool, Lance always on the cutting edge. <laughs> I'm on something. <laughs> well, for for uh, for Lance Timmerman. <laughs> I am Joshua Austin. We are the Working Interferences. Peace.